Marketers and business owners, you've been pining after a certain someone. Your job's on the line. You're desperate for them to like you back. Here's a word of advice from me. Talking is hot. Just you and them, finally alone, like us two right now. Maybe under the duvet, headphones on, one-on-one. Podcast advertising is proven to be one of the best ways to catch their attention. So surprise them while they're tuned in, while the moment's right. Say a line or two that really gets them going. Next time, if you want to win over your special someone and build some brand love, experiment with something new, just focus on your voice. Advertise on more than 100,000 podcast shows with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Last week, Australian Treasurer Jim Chalmers announced proposed changes to superannuation that would see people with a balance over $3 million taxed at 30% instead of the current 15%. So what does that mean? If you've got $3 million in your super account and only once you hit that threshold, you're going to see earnings above that amount be taxed at a higher rate. He says that this move is about budget sustainability and equity. And he also said that in his estimations, only 80,000 Australians would be affected or the equivalent of 0.5% of the population. 3 million is a tidy sum. So let's give ourselves some context. The average superannuation account in Australia has 150,000 in it. If you're not feeling that you're quite at that level, that's because Forbes reports that by the age of 25 to 29, the average man will have just over $45,000 in his super account and the average woman will have a little less at just under $39,400. So $3 million to me is a little bit of a stretch. But the headlines are in every newspaper I read and reports argue that these changes could affect a lot more than the 80,000 Australians that are estimated. After all, any change to superannuation affects our decision making around retirement planning. It's Monday, the 6th of March, and today I want to know how are the new superannuation changes going to affect me? To talk about this today, I'm joined by my colleague here at Equity Mates is Darcy Gordell. Darcy, welcome to The Dive. Thanks, Sasha. You roped in an expert to help us talk about this today, didn't you? Yes, I did. I had Nassim Hadem from the ABC, who I had a great chat with, but we thought we'd just clarify a few things before the interview starts. Yes, and I can't wait to hear that conversation, Darcy, but let's give some context of what you'd have to do to get to that $3 million. Yeah, so it's obviously an aspirational figure, Sasha, but to put some numbers to it, by age 25, you'd have to be earning $200,000 a year to have $3 million in super by age 67. That's assuming your contributions to super are 12% a year, your earnings are 5% a year for the next 42 years, and you pay 1% in fees. So that's about the average. Or you could have exceptional investment returns every year and hopefully reach it a bit sooner. Yeah, maybe if you bet on the right horse in your self-managed super fund and turned out of getting a really great 100 bagger on something. So yeah, it is an aspirational figure, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't aspire to it. And it doesn't mean a lot of people won't reach that. And 
it's important to talk about it and we also need to consider it in our planning when we do get to that retirement age. And Darcy, there's one more thing that I'd love to clarify before we get into the interview. I do find superannuation one of those topics that I just worry about when it comes out of my paycheck. I'm just putting the money in. And so sometimes the semantics about earnings and contributions just gets me a little bit confused. When we're talking about this change in tax brackets, it is the change in earnings. It's not the change in contributions. I could have $3 million in my super account and what I could still choose to be topping it up. I'm only going to be taxed on the earnings in my super account. Is that right? Yeah. So the laws around your contributions aren't changing. You can put money into your super, but once your balance does pass $3 million, then you'll be subject to this new 30% tax on investment earnings. And it's only earnings once you go over that cap as well. Anything under the 3 million is still at the regular 15%. That's right, Sasha. And that's probably a good segue into my conversation here with Nassim. Nassim Khadem is an award-winning journalist reporting on business news across online, radio and TV for the ABC. Nassim, welcome to The Dive. Thanks for having me. So today we're talking about superannuation and Treasurer Jim Chalmers has announced a crackdown on super tax concessions for the wealthy, which would come into effect in 2025-26. Can you explain exactly what will be changing? Yes, so the as part of the proposed changes, the tax rate on earnings, on your super earnings, will now double to 30% for those with super balances above $3 million. Um, and they'll still pay 15% tax on earnings, um, on their retirement savings, up to $3 million, but thereafter they'll have to pay that higher tax rate on the remainder. And Nassim, how many Australians will these changes actually affect? What's the demographic of these people? Yeah, so the, the federal government, has said it's likely to affect about 80,000 people. Um, The demographics, I mean, obviously if people have saved $3 million in their super, they're likely to be a little bit older, uh, probably a little bit wealthier, but who knows? You know, people uh, could make life decisions uh, that mean that um, they have other debts, but they've kind of channeled their money into super. Uh, But let's just say generally we can expect that they're a little bit older and a little bit wealthier. So they've said it's going to affect 80,000 people. Now, that's based on just that kind of policy aspect. But if you look at uh, the other effects this policy change will have, it could actually affect a lot more people. And there's a few reasons for this. One is that there's something called the transfer balance cap. So this is the amount of money you can transfer into a tax-free account once you reach retirement age. So previous changes by the Turnbull government set that balance at 1.6 million. I think that caps around currently around 1.7 million. So balances under that amount won't be impacted, but for retirees with much higher balances, there's a three-tiered super tax rate. And my colleague actually interviewed uh, Curtin University tax expert Helen Hodgson, and she says that effectively you pay 0% tax on anything that you put into retirement phase up to that 1.7 million transfer balance cap. But then um, if you've got money and you can keep going in the accumulation phase, that is being taxed at 15%. But then once you hit the 3 million mark, it's taxed at 30%. So in that way, it can affect a lot more people. Um, The changes are also not indexed, which means that uh, it doesn't account for inflation. So you could see a lot of people hit that 3 million balance faster now than previously. Yeah, okay. So as as time goes on as well, people might be more likely to hit that $3 million figure. 
But still, Nassim, it, it is likely to be a small percentage of Australians. Why exactly is the government doing it? How, how much revenue will it raise? It's expected to raise about $2 billion in revenue. That's the figure they're putting out there. I mean, and Treasury usually expects a little bit you know, either give or take when they put out revenue expectations. Um, but I've been speaking to a couple of tax advisors about this. And, you know, people have planned their lives around this. When the government makes a policy change, then they look at what they can do to preserve their um, investments, right? So you might actually see a lot of people start planning, you know, tax planning, uh, making changes to what they do. And remember, as long as you're under that cap, you can take out your money tax-free. So a lot of people might be just tempted to take out the money in terms of how much revenue they will get. In terms of the why, I mean, it's a really politically easy win, right? Most people don't think that wealthy individuals should be able to get uh, tax breaks on super. And so for the government, this was a very politically easy win. And can you just touch a little bit more on the reaction from the public? You mentioned an easy win for the government, but has the public responded as they'd hoped? I mean, I can only go off what I see on social media, which might not be completely representative of the wider public. But um, I mean, people really for a long time have wanted the government to crack down on this. You know, there is uh, inequity in the system, they believe. Uh, and so the reaction has largely been supportive of this proposed policy change. Um, obviously, the people who it affects and their advisors are not so happy about it. Uh, and uh, I guess the other kind of political side of this debate has been Labor went to the election saying, oh, we won't make any changes in this space. And now they've, you know, got into government and they're announcing these changes. So that's been a bit of a contentious point as well. We'll be back with more from my conversation with Nassim in a moment. Marketers and business owners, you've been pining after a certain someone. Your job's on the line. You're desperate for them to like you back. Here's a word of advice from me. Talking is hot. Just you and them, finally alone, like us two right now. Maybe under the duvet, headphones on, one-on-one. Podcast advertising is proven to be one of the best ways to catch their attention. So surprise them while they're tuned in, while the moment's right. Say a line or two that really gets them going. Next time, if you want to win over your special someone and build some brand love, experiment with something new, just focus on your voice. Advertise on more than 100,000 podcast shows with Acast. Head to go.acast.com slash closer to get started. Welcome back to The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. And today we're talking all about Jim Chalmers' proposed changes to superannuation. My colleague Darcy Cordell had a fascinating conversation with ABC business journalist Nassim Karem. Let's get back to that conversation now. So now that we understand what these changes mean, why has the government decided to single out superannuation above other tax breaks, such as housing breaks? Um, what I said earlier, right, it's it's politically easy. Uh, going after negative gearing and the capital gains tax discount or the exemption on the family home would not be so easy, right? Politically, it would be, I mean, just look at the the 2019 election, what happened to them when they proposed changes to negative gearing and CGT concessions? People didn't take to it kindly. Um, a lot of people have mortgages. A lot of people uh, have investments in housing. You know, 
it's not an easy place to make policy changes because it affects so many more people. We can have a different debate about from a policy perspective, is it a good change? You know, many economists would argue, yes, you should tackle negative gearing, you should tackle capital gains tax discount. But the political side makes it very difficult and is why you've not seen governments in the past make changes in this regard. Yeah, it's a it's a very touchy subject, isn't it? That's right. Nassim, people were able to access their super early during the pandemic and that's come under criticism from the Labor government. They've now said that the objective of the $3.3 trillion super industry is under review. What do you think happens from here? Yeah, I mean, it's a very uh, interesting debate. So aside from uh, making changes to the superannuation tax breaks, Labor's been very clear that it doesn't want people to tap into or draw out their super to do things like pay for a house deposit. Uh, And this is a real ideological point of difference between uh, the federal government and the coalition because you might recall that the coalition... um, during the pandemic allowed people to access up to $20,000 of their super over two years. That resulted in $36 billion being drawn. So it showed you that a lot of Australians, you know, wanted to, to tap into their super uh, to do uh, various things like pay bills or buy a house at the time. I mean, it was during the pandemic. So um, that's that was one thing that happened on the, the coalition. The Morrison government, the former Morrison government, also took an election policy to allow first home buyers to access a large slice of their superannuation for a deposit. Uh, so again, it's a big point of difference between them and Labor. Labor has said they want to um, legislate the objective of super in in Parliament Uh, and Mr Chalmers, Treasurer Jim Chalmers has said the government will soon uh, do that and it plans to stop uh, Australians raiding their super for things like buying a home Uh, and in a discussion paper released uh, earlier this month he suggested the need to preserve savings to restrict access to superannuation savings for a person's retirement only right so it shows you that they really have a different view of what super should be used for uh, than the coalition do and it will be really interesting to see how this kind of plays out over the coming months and how the public takes to it because as I said if 36 billion dollars of super was being drawn out drawn down a lot of it i'm assuming by younger people um that's eroding their retirement balances but they obviously have made the decision that um they need that money more now than in the future Uh, and that of course then has implications though for government because the government has to fund people in retirement if they don't have their own savings um, and we know that the cost of uh, the cost of these tax breaks for example was going to overtake the cost of the age pension by 2050 uh, so it's a really uh, interesting debate that's going to play out over the next few months yeah that's fascinating Nasim, and and so interesting to see the different policies between the previous coalition and and the current labor government my Final question for you. Some reporting that we've seen has said the biggest superannuation account in Australia has $544 million in it. Do we want to speculate on who that might be? Um, I mean, I'm actually trying to find a case study of someone with a super balance of $3 million and that's uh, proved and get them to go on camera and talk about it. So that's proved extremely difficult. Um there's been a lot of speculation about who that might be, but I, I haven't seen anybody who actually has been like, yes, 100%, this is the person. Uh, and I suspect that person would want their privacy. Everybody wants to know who that one person is, though. If you find <laughs> out, let me know. 
<laughs> I will. Nassim, thank you so much for joining us today. If our listeners want to hear or read more from you, where is the best place for them to go? Yeah, um, most of my articles are up on ABC News Online, so they can just look up my name and ABC News uh, and, yeah, they'll find my articles. Great. Thanks so much, Nassim. Thanks for having me. Well, that certainly gave me a lot of food for thought and did clarify a lot of the questions that I had about these headlines this week. If you want to keep the conversation going, contact us by email where the dive at equitymates.com and hit follow or subscribe wherever you're listening right now and then you'll never miss an episode. A reminder that this episode topic was actually the winner in our listener poll. We hold those every week on our Instagram page. So come and follow Equity Mates. That's the handle at Equity Mates on Instagram and be part of the choice and control of what episodes we choose. We love to hear from you. and We love to be directed by our audience. Darcy, thank you so much for joining me today and unpacking this topic with me. Thanks, Asha. Pleasure. Until next time. You have been listening to an Equity Mates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. 